Welcome to episode 68 of the HZ Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and in this episode, I tiptoed into the highly specialised world of enterprise architecture, something I confess to know only a little about. But after spending 10 minutes chatting with HSO enterprise architect Jackie Hoyle, I learned more about the subject as well as why it plays an important role in project success. So grab a brew, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. To your coffee. Coffee. Well, uh, only twice a day. I was going to ask you how many you have. How do you have it? I have a, a like a latte, coffee, coffee oh, latte. You, you have a fancy one twice a day. Yeah, but it comes out one of those Nescafe sachets. Uh, <laughs> you, you dragged the you dragged the image down a tad there. Um, we have a proper coffee machine, but I don't use it because it's too strong for me. <laughs> uh, Sand or snow? No. Gin or vodka? Neither. Okay, and what's your tipple? Beer. And what's your favourite tipple? What's your favourite beer? Peroni. Okay, lovely choice. People before processes or processes before people? People before processes. What do you think is generally then uh, the most important factor in a project? Is it the technology that goes in, the processes that are set up in place, or is it the people that are coming up with the, the ideas? It's the... The most important thing is the people engagement, getting them to understand and manage expectations so they're on the same journey. And if they're on the same journey, then you get the success, you get the results. If if you're all fighting in a different direction, it doesn't work. To lay that in with clearly defined scope follows people and process because it all then fits together. So everyone knows what they're trying to achieve. And as an enterprise architect, then you're knee deep in the detail you'll need deep in in all of these things and i guess it's quite quite a tough almost juggling act when you've got people from different organizations so you've got the customer who want the solution you've got ourselves as the partner hc you've got the vendor as in microsoft you may have other partners but other technology that are coming into it how do you how do you juggle and, and manage those expectations that you did and the journey that you talked about there i think again it's still about framework and the structure so yeah. we have a we call it an ea plan which just really clearly defines what the customer is going to achieve or expect from an EA engagement. And that starts from the strategy session, which is why are we all doing this? Why are we sat around this table? What we're trying to achieve? What's the aim? What's your objectives? So it starts from the very top. And, and then after that is different layers of application architecture. So what systems are in play and then different layers of the functional side. So what can we do from a functional perspective? to engage with the processes and the people to ensure that we deliver the objectives. So it's always got to start with what are we trying to achieve, okay. you know, is, and then everything else follows from there. So it's about structure. And what role specifically does an enterprise architect or an EA play within that? Is it kind of bringing all those elements together? Yeah, absolutely. So we have to understand from the strategy, the technical components needed, the functional components, everything that's required, the transformation, the people side, the process side. We have a lot of what people that work in our team to support, for example, change management, data analytics, and we bring in experts in as we need to. But we have to have visibility and insight into what are we trying to achieve and therefore what can we put together to deliver that for the customer. So we're the one that overarches the architecture, pulls it all together. So keeping it on track effectively. I was mm -hmm. going to say then, I'll ask you, if you took the EA out of any, any IT project, what's the danger for the project? 
Without an enterprise architecture, the danger for the project is absolutely 100% scope running away. Scope creep, no clearly defined direction, no clearly defined delivery. Your dates go, your budget goes up, everybody's running around in circles. I mean, the delivery team will absolutely 100% try their best to get the requirements from the customer. But if the customer hasn't got a clearly defined framework or scope, the requirements can be how long's a piece of string and then yeah. bringing that back in to deliver it in a particular time scale is a nightmare so you've got to get the scope and the strategy first and what you end up with could be completely different from what you originally mm -hmm. conceived it to be because of that uh, scope creep yeah, absolutely um, and in your kind of experience then uh, as an enterprise architect what typically looks like a, what does a good project look like what are the best projects that you've seen delivered what do they look like that's actually a really good question. A good project is when the customer and us as a partner are all on the same page and we all understand the components that's needed and the fact that the project is always challenges and it always comes down to people and resources because not everyone can have leave their day job behind. They, they have to juggle and we have to respect that they've got to juggle. So there's always a recommended approach, but ultimately, You've got to work together and the, an EA phase or activity starts H2O and the customer working together in a collaborative way to achieve the same goal. So you create that relationship and you create that, I suppose you'd call it like a trusted advisor. So you, you kind of in the face of the customer and everybody's on the same page. It, it works really well. And do you see in some of those good examples of projects working well, Typically, because I talk to a lot of people and the best projects I hear about are those where the initial buy-in or the approval of the projects going ahead comes from the very top. Those people understand why there's a need. They get why there's a set process to achieve or fulfill that need. And they get that actually there's a whole bunch of stuff that then has to happen. So those best projects tend to have mm -hmm. internal senior stakeholder every single time. They're the ones that work the best. Do you see the same sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we start with the strategy session. What is that objective of the project sponsor? What are we trying to achieve? Because without that, you don't have clear direction. So everything that happens throughout the enterprise architecture phase and then following on into project delivery reinforces that message that the project sponsor is trying to achieve. It allows us to be more challenging okay. with the project team to actually challenge the customer say well this isn't in line with that project principle or that project scope so tell us why it won't work for you tell us why we need to do something about this particular workaround or gap or something like that and then we work with the customer to overcome that if we didn't have that clearly defined scope and strategy and direction it just runs on forever right okay i spoke with one of your colleagues mike recently and, and he said that because he's as an enterprise architect he said one of the most interesting projects that, that he gets involved in and some of the most successful projects he gets involved in are those where there is lots of challenge and there is scope to challenge the thinking you may come up with an idea and a route forward and a framework and all the rest of it but he says that when you're able as an enterprise architect to then challenge mm -hmm. not the status quo but the way it's been set out that's when things work because that's when you, you kind of it kicks out the problems that could happen later on is that sort of thing you see as well yeah mike's absolutely right the challenge that we have is uh, sometimes customers will come to us with a this is what i want and therefore they're very blinkered or a narrow view okay. but actually stepping back and allowing the enterprise architect to do the full assessment from the technology functional people process change management etc we can actually come back and, and put forward an alternative view 
and say, well, actually, we think you're going to get better business value and better business value, uh, benefit if you chunk it up in this in this approach. Or sometimes we've had some examples where we've completely made the customer completely change their mind and go, I would never have thought of doing it that way. And therefore, we can then explore that avenue further um, and the customer gets what they want in the end of the day. But they didn't realise that's what they wanted. Brilliant. And I could so therefore get why they being able to challenge those things helps shape and change and improve projects. I'll ask you something a, a little bit personal. So how how roughly did you get into the role you're in now as an enterprise architect? Where did that come from? Is that something you wanted to do when you were at school, for example? No, no, I'm yeah. actually a qualified accountant. So oh, I'm okay. completely left field to get into this. So I've done finance and systems implementations for like the better part of 25 years qualified accountant, um, XFD, and then at the end I thought, do you know what, I don't want to be this, I don't want to be the finance circle anymore, I want to help people deliver systems in a better way. So I, I kind of hopped across the line as a consultant, a finance consultant initially, and then from a finance consultant, finance lead, then solution architect, and from my perspective it just pulls all my experience together from the finance, from project delivery, from being an end user, having a project done to you, to actually leading a project to make a successful implementation, to actually then stepping back and being privileged to be an enterprise architect and go into customers and help them achieve what they want. Jackie believes that without an enterprise architect, there's the real danger that any technology project is at risk of scope creep because it is operating without a clearly defined direction or without a clearly defined delivery path. And without each, your project dates go, your budget goes up and everybody's running around in circles. Part of the enterprise architect role is to bring project stakeholders together to help them shape the project so it becomes fit for purpose. This means aligning objectives to delivery. It also means challenging the status quo because maybe, just maybe, there is a better way to deliver your project successfully. And if there is, an enterprise architect will find a way. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care of yourselves.